Look up there in the sky. It's a bird, a plane. It's Handsome Boys Comics Hour. Those boys are so handsome. One alien. And one alien's twin. <laughs> one fortnightly discussion of comics and every culture. I'm your host, Robbie Dormillo, shirt geek and writer. I'm your other host, Eric Z. Goodnight, professional artist and illustration nerd. And we are the Handsome Boys Comics Hour. Your home for news, reviews, slightly antagonistic banter, and much, much more. I can hear it in your hesitation. You're like, read the cue card, motherfucker. Read the card. How just read the card. I think my ad lib was good. You would think it was good. It is good. Fuck you very much, sir. <laughs> I had it nice and simple. You gotta complicate things. I made it better. <laughs> I made this vanilla ice cream better. I added pulled pork to it. Okay. Okay. First of all, <laughs> first of all, I'm just gonna hang up right now and go eat that. <laughs> Second of all, yeah. <laughs> Disgusting. Hi, Handsome Minds. How you guys doing? We're talking about aliens. You're a little bit more delicious after all that. We're talking about aliens later on. Aliens Dead Orbit by James Stoko, the Stokes. A banned book. <laughs> Apparently. Apparently a banned book. Not available on Comixology, even though we fucking bought it. Yep. Paid for it. Not there anymore. With with real money. Yep. Not not even not even with fucking Dogecoin Lite or anything. Or Amazon bucks. I didn't use any of the the Bezos dollars. I used real American you did US. Not pay for it with a Twitch Prime sub. <laughs> no. No, it's not there. You can go buy the oversized hardcover now if you really want it. For what was it? Ninety nine dollars. Oh, I don't know. It's pro. It's ridiculous. It's. I mean, it's a. It's all artist editions. As soon as they're out of print. Or over, even oversized stuff. As soon as it's out of print, costs fifty gajillion dollars. I'm just like, it's a comic book, guys. It's not even original. Like, people are pumping the value. It's not an original. It's not an original art. It's just a book. Why does it cost so much? Um, we're gonna talk about that. Not really. I doubt we're gonna talk too much about limited print runs of comic books, but we're gonna talk about aliens. I'm gonna talk about every boring thing I can think of. Okay, I'm waiting. Um. Remember Rise of the Triad? That just popped up in my YouTube recommendations. I don't remember that. It just, you don't need to. It's terrible. <laughs> Before we get to Aliens, we have comic books that came out much, much more recently to talk about. It is time for our first segment. It's time for Floppies Fortnightly. Floppies Fortnightly is the part of the show where Eric and I... Read a selection of the past couple of weeks' books, tell you to buy or do not buy them. We have a much meter goes from one to five. Our first book is Future State Gotham, number two, uh, written by Joshua Williamson and Dennis Culver, art by Giannis Mili, Mil, Milan. Why is this so tiny? Giannis Milagianis, lettered by ALW's Troy Piteri. I am struggling today. I think we're all just dumb. It's okay. It really is too small to be in print. Um, 
apparently they're expecting you to read this on I can't think of a single device that'd be appropriate for. They're expecting you to not read it. The, by, the, the credits, that is. By the print by the print comic and then put it real close up to your head. Yes, get a jeweler's glass. Mm-hmm. Even because even in print, that'd be real tiny. Um Yes. Too small for print. I I really like this. Really? Yeah, I do. I I I'm not feeling it. I don't know. This it's is... not like grotesquely bad, but like <laughs> it just completely I completely shrug it off. You like the first one a lot? Yeah, that's because it had a Katsuhiro Otomo backup story. <laughs> this has a this has a uh it's not okay, it's not a Tomo, but it is uh I I just forgot his name, so that means I'm real good at like I said, I'm real on top of things today. Um, uh, Oliver, Olivier Coipel art in the backup, which is beautiful. It's not. It's not. It's no longer Ar- Oliver. Oliver. I thought he Orville. is. I he thought he was French. So I was trying to do a French. Olivier Coipel. I thought he was a French artist. I don't know. I'm. I am again dumb. It's established. Um, mm. but that backup is very pretty. Um, I like the I do like the backup now that I'm now that I'm recalling it, but I don't think anyone could take too many hits to the head with the crowbar. No, that's the one bit I'm like, dude. If you, I'm, I mean, if, I get it if is you had like a, a padded helmet inside your Batman hat. Yeah, that's... maybe you could take a, a couple of whacks, but like you get hit in the jaw once, like a, a, a grown man as big as that dude hitting you one time with a crowbar. Oh look, Carl Anderson is in this book. <laughs> what about the hot Asian wife? Is she there? I did not see the hashtag hot Asian wife. And is she Carl Anderson is a fucking idiot. Is he um, Oh god, we don't I'm not we don't have to draw that drama on this comic book podcast. Um I, I don't want to I don't want to hear it. You're, can, you're not missing anything. I like this. I'm sure I I'm this, not. this is I was thinking as I was reading, I'm like, this is what I like all those future state books we read. And there were so many, and all of them felt kind of aimless, and I didn't know what they were, like, some of them were, like, about this, and other things about this, and I'm like, am I supposed to be reading all of this and getting a greater story out of it? This is, like, relatively focused about, hey, Red Hood's undercover in with the man, with the magistrate, and Batman is using him as a double agent, and he has to pretend, you know, to the rest of the family and all that and all this stuff. I'm like, that's and this is like it's a relatively close to the ground story. Um, we're seeing a lot of this future Gotham, I, even though I don't know how far there's when you start pe- pe- te- like pulling at it, it. It's like, how old is Bruce in this? Bruce looks like he's is the same age as Jason. Yeah, they they I mean, they don't know how to deal with that. I know everyone ever like there's. Batman was 18 and Robin was 16. You know, first Robin was 16, obviously. That there there it works. And now they're both 30 and 28. <laughs> I yeah, I don't know. I I I want to say that with after rebirth, they kind of throw all that stuff out the window and are just like he's as old as we need him to be <laughs> at any given yeah. moment. They uh, all just sort of exist in this moment. Yeah, don't think about it at all. I think don't think about it is the official backstory. Yeah. Um, but I like the different levels of intrigue and all, you know, the, this is a like this is accomplishing something that I've never like I like Jason in this. 
I generally mm. do not like Red Hood. I don't like Jason Todd most of the time. I like him. I, yeah, I do remember that as a thing that you have said. So I, I, and I like the black and white art. I like the lack of color. Um, I'm a, I do still think that that's a cool thing. Um, I, I, you know, a thing that is interesting to me is that these action scenes feel like a really bizarre blend of, um, like manga esque action, mm-hmm. but like silly quippy shit in a bunch of panels that just really kind of ruins it for me. I I don't know. I, I, this has not hooked me in any way. And I'm just very not that interested in following it. Um, I don't know. I enjoy things about it. I would say the best I could give this is a buy with a full on mush meter, but really I tip over into a no thanks. Let me ask you a question. This is really not my thing. Let me ask you a question. Mm Mm-hmm. If this was a trade, if I gave, handed you a trade of the first five issues of this, would you read it? Probably yes. Okay, I, I'm, 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 I'm gonna. It's like it's a second issue, so it's yes. kind of like we. It all, yeah. It it always is like rising action, and it's difficult to make every single issue compelling, which is, I mean, it's a strong point. It's a thing that doesn't really work at all anymore. No, it it, it puts a huge burden on. Mm-hmm. The, like on writers to to create weird artificial dips and valleys where we end on a cliffhanger on every issue, even when it doesn't really feel makes sense in the story. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. And there are certain stories where you can do, you can end on a big cliffhanger on every issue and have a big story beat, but those are few and far between. Uh, that is still that is still the way comics have been written for. 30 plus years i just reread the sandman and they fucking did that you mm-hmm. know I, that just is i don't know i, I think the hashtag get good son um <laughs> i think what it does is it puts a burden on me to like remember all this bullshit and string together all this stuff like i don't know this story would absolutely i would be able to follow it better and pick up what's going on uh, with the stories right next to each other and not spaced out a fucking month. Um, well, just wait ten years. Sure, maybe you okay. think you I'll really, start now. I mean, but do you think that I do you think in ten years that they'll have abandoned single issues largely? I don't know. I mean, I I they could do it tomorrow and it would make it would make business sense. I mean, it would probably be some degree of revenue that they're getting rid of and there would be people that fought for it but like i can't i can't imagine this being i mean i don't know it feeds into all the things that i like the least about comics and i think that even continuity is kind of dependent solely on the month the month sales like how do you really do continuity when you're releasing like a trade every six months and that's it yeah how do you keep track of that it have to be like a set where you're like mm-hmm. you either release it all together or you make it modular, you know, where you yeah. have different parts of the same story and it's connected. And if you don't, you don't. But I mean, you'd have to. I mean, it's already incredibly modular. Like, mm. there's a lot of books where you're like you, you know, if you're reading the X Men books right now, you don't have to read anything else in Marvel to know what's going on. But they definitely want you to buy all those X Men's. 
I don't mm-hmm. know. I'm a buy. I like it. I think if it, I, I'm I'm buying it with the 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 the, the basic caveat of if it's I I think I'm in like if I was gonna as long as they don't do more future state books like that's the thing like i don't want more than this i just want this you're going to get an infinite amount more. i, I, I know um that, that's where i'm at that are you, the stakes are you are you future. a are you a full mush eric are you are you i'm a do not buy but okay. i think i think you are correct if you handed me a black and white trade of this, I would be like, ooh, this is neat. And I would buy it and read it and probably enjoy it. I would not have the qualms that I have now. I am, I, I, I just, I mean, you know, both of us are far more critical uh, on the same books month to month. Well, I mean, it's it's an investment. Mm-hmm. Time, time and money. That's a split decision, future state. Gotham, number two. Next up, X-Men, number 21, written by Jonathan Hickman with art by Nick Dragata, Russell Dowderman, Lucas Wernick, and Sarah Pacelli. Colors by Frank Martin, Matthew Wilson, Sonny Goh, and Nolan Woodard. Letters, Clayton Cowles. This is, we are, this is the Hellfire Gala. Uh, We are reading this because I wanted your take on the fashion choices. I was going to, I was, I was going to say, Robbie, um, this comic book, the subtitle is What If the X-Men Were a Bunch of Gay Artists Going to the Met Gala? Yeah, exactly. That is what this book is. Mm-hmm. Was there was there a kerfluffle about this silliness? Uh with the the fashion? Yeah. Uh I mean minor. Was there, there was, was there, there discourse? There were people complaining. Um I mean, I think it's corny. Yeah, I do think it looks good. Um, it does fill me with a little bit of joy. I like this Garbo. I mean, I do follow Kevin Wada. Uh-huh. Um, you know, I, I, it's trash, but I enjoy it. Like, I don't know why Pat Oswalt's in here. You spot the other um, people? Uh, I don't know who the fuck they are. There is a uh the one the ones I, I recognize George R. R. Martin. Yep. Old Grimm is there. He's uh not still not working on Winds of Winter. Instead yep. going to goddamn mutant balls. Uh you know he he types Winds he he writes it on DOS. Did you know that? I don't think he writes at all, Eric. <laughs> I mean yeah, you're probably right. I don't think I don't think I'm at I'm at this point, Winds of Winter is not ever coming out. We're never getting it. No, of course not. Of course, it's never coming out. That's what I mean. Um, Kevin Feige is there in his baseball cap. Is black. Is that who that fucking is? That is Kevin Feige from the Marvel Universe. I, I, I couldn't even. I was like, who the fuck is this guy? Is this a fucking football coach? I don't know who this is. <laughs> it is a football coach. He coaches the Marvel Cinematic Universe. <laughs> he's once in a while. He, you know, just now he, he went. He, he's, he's literally now he's interviewing Cyclops. He's like, you want to be in a movie now? We have the rights for you again. Do you want to be in a, We're going to make an X-Men movie. Get ready, psych. You're up, Scott. Uh, put me in, coach. Um, mm-hmm. But it's largely, this is the, hey, there's fashion, you know, the, the and there is the, re- the reveal of the new X-Men team, which some of this was a fan vote. I believe Polaris and Sync were part of the fan vote. But I'm not sure about that. Maybe Polaris and Rogue. I forget who the two additional were. Um, but those I want. I wanted your thoughts on fashion and on, on the makeup of this particular team. 
which one is Sink? Sink is the guy with the ridiculous hat. Yes. I do not know them. Yeah, he is. He's the 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 black guy with a rainbow coat, the cummerbund. Cummerbund. I, I gotta admit, like I see a dude dressed like that at a party, I would like, I would like high five him and call him bro. I think that's a good look. It I, is a good I, look. I like. I, I I I am trashy enough. Like I I appreciate this garbage. Yeah, I don't. But, I don't. But I, then again, again, I'm going to say many of my best friends are gay artists, so I don't I, know what to tell you. I mean, I don't think like it quote unquote looks good in all instances but these aren't permanent costumes they're just really yeah. flashy outfits for a one like a an issue or two um this is it's like x-men themed fashion but someone's fucking drawing it on the actual x-men yeah it's strange um but i think I this it, i think this it's is a, it's it's not a bad team you know you get you get both scott and gene you get... I, I have I have a caveat though. Oh, what I is that? One one, what's, one what, issue. What's your issue? Magneto in a top hat. <laughs> Not a fan. F plus. F, F plus. Wow, but it's an F plus. I mean, it it got a it got a chuckle out of me. Okay. Um, but then I was like, no, 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 no. I want to. No. I, I would. I think there. I I will. I will have a counter caveat in that Namor's himbo get up counteracts the top hat i hate this i hate this costume for namor i love it it's so it's bad but i love it it's really bad oh my okay oh he almost has a coin slot peeking out he the, does he's got the he's yeah. got the low-cut v pants <laughs> he's got the, the oh my god i what was it it was i think it was on rick and morty where they were having a discussion and they were like what are those called and they say cum gutters. Apparently, people call them cum gutters. That's disgusting. Um, I mean, you're you're just ashamed of your body. I am very. I I mean, you are not wrong. Um, I like this issue a lot. Uh, I again, I I subscribe to X Men. I literally I have every issue of this because it is consistently really good. Um, and. It's what you want in in life. Yeah, it's this is what I want. This is an X Men I I like, so I'm I'm paying for it. When it, I, it is a thing that we've needed for a while. My God, the costumes are so bad. Like fucking fucking uh, uh, Professor X. <laughs> look, look, Professor X looks like the 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 king of the cosmos and and Katamari Damashi. He looks so stupid. It's I that's I mean that's kind of the charm is that he looks so terrible. Yeah. It's really really bad. Xavier would it, have. I, I, it was it was like they were trying to design cool costumes mm -hmm. um for those two when the ones obviously designed in the middle who is this is this Dodderman who is this artist? Why I think, am I dumb? Yeah, I believe it's it's Dodderman. I'm pretty sure yeah. they're obviously like doing a virtuoso job of it. Um, when the top hat man, the top. Hat. I mean, I'm going to ask you a question. If Magneto gets to choose, if Magneto is dressing himself for this gala, do you not buy that he would give himself a top hat? See, see, this is why they don't let straight men pick their costumes for the Met Gala. Yeah, this is this is why Ricochet was dressed as a gaming chair. <laughs> Like boys do better. Have but, some fucking style. I I like this issue for its ridiculousness. Uh, it's so fun. you can you can you can tell based on Scott's costume mm -hmm. he is by now. 
That's true. It's canonical. I was going to say. I mean, it is canonical. It is he canonical. Got more queer and his fashion sense leveled right the fuck up. Uh, that's, and that, this I would, is, this I would, is, this is, this is, this isn't context. This is text, boys. It's this is all on the page. It's just there. Um, oh. Yeah, I like this. I'm a buy. I do. I, I do appreciate this terrible dumb book. I, 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 I say go for it. I like, I, I like Sunfire in a fucking warrior's wolf tail, like fucking Jeremy Lin or something. Mm-hmm. It's a good. It's a good look. It's it is a good look. It is a good look. Yeah, I got. So, I, I gotta say, you see, see, see my Asian bros doing that, and I'm like, you were pulling that off. That looks good. Fucking keep at it. That's a double by X-Men number 21. Uh, next up, Basilisk number one, written by Cullen Bunn, illustrated by Jonas Scharf, colored by Alex Guimarez, lettered by Ed Dukeshire. All that silence over there, Eric. Um, th- I would like this more if I hadn't already read um, Something's Killing the Children. Ah, uh, okay. Um, and I think that everything that, I don't know, Everything that this is doing, it it did better. This is by no means bad. Um, it's just not hooking me, which Colin Bunn usually has no problem doing. Um, normally, he just comes in and grabs me by the fucking throat, and I'm just like, "Yes, sir, let's go." Uh, I am. I don't care. I'm not into it. It has no effect. Falls completely flat for me. Um, it's not bad. I just read it and I want to read. I want to use my precious time reading more something is killing the children because my god it's just so effective. I I yeah, I, I think it I think it doesn't set the hook. I think that's the thing. Like there's a lot of ingredients here that could be really interesting and I'm curious about certain things, but I'm also like, well, I don't I don't have enough information to even care. Like I like I understand what's happening. The comic book is laid out very well. The art is very good. Um the like it's not in the light it's not like the dialogue's not stilted or anything. The narration makes sense. It's just I don't know enough to care that much of like this this ma- our our we we our main character is I guess a woman who lost people when these weirdos came from somewhere and killed some people somehow, but we don't see really how they kill people for the most part. We don't know who they are. And I guess that's supposed to be the mystery boxes. Who are these people? What are their powers? Why are, you know, what happened there that day? But it's just so many questions and so much, so much stuff. I don't know. And I don't get very yeah. much information about our human lady who wants to apparently kill them. Like, I don't know anything about her. I don't know. Like, if we gotten maybe a perspective of her of her on that day where we watch someone she loves get killed, we get it. Oh, I now I understand why she has this vendetta. We, I don't know who I don't know why she's angry. She just is. I mean, I presume that they killed people she loves. But there's a, a lot of this scene where inter- interrogating this one of these special whatevers uh, who has I guess literally basilisk powers where she can kill people with her vision. But I thought basilisk turned you to stone with your vision. They do, but it's clearly these people are not turned into stone. They're just bleeding out of their eyeballs and then die. So I don't know. Maybe it's turned to stone from the inside out. Maybe. 
Uh, but that's the thing. Pushing I don't all the blood out. I don't know any of yeah, these it things. It, does, it, it spends a lot of time doing atmospheric dicking around stuff, and the atmosphere doesn't land for me. I don't. I don't know. I don't feel much anything or care about much anything, and I don't feel like I'm. I, I feel like I'm supposed to be really immersed in this world, and I. I don't. It's just like generic small town diner scene i mean how many books over the past like two months have we read that had this same diner scene and the one that did it the best was something's killing the children it actually affected me it actually was interesting and this just leaves me grumpy yeah i i'm i don't really i'm just like i'm like oh that's fine that's what i felt like after i read this i'm like this is fine it's not bad but it also doesn't make me want to read it. It doesn't really make me want to recommend it. So I'm gonna do not. Why play. would you? Why would you wear a big goofy blindfold like that if you're I, trying to be inconspicuous? I don't know. I would get blackout contacts, but you can't take those off real fast. I guess I don't know. I uh, they do have. I mean, glasses. The rumor is you're wearing a pair. Yes, glasses. I don't know. I'm, I suspect you have a you have a pair on. Uh, I'm taking a break for the next few weeks. I'm just not going to look. Okay. I'm not going to see very well. That's okay. I, I mean, reading is reading is overrated. Looking at things. I Mike, my, my, you might want to take joke. my perspective on these books you read today uh, with a great assault because I did not wear my glasses while I read them. So it's just colors. I was just like, oh, this is interesting. It's blue on this Life page. Is a, is a colorful smear of whatever. Yeah, uh, I'm a do not buy on Basilisk. I can pass on this very happily. It's uh, fine. Real yeah. pretty cover. Yeah, it's it's pretty, but I don't need to be more than pretty. I'm going to say not a bullshit cover. Not a bullshit cover whatsoever, no. Um, I'd say that that cover works. Yeah. Uh, Double Do Not Buy Basilisk number one. Next up is Hollow Heart number one. Story and letters by Paul Allure. Lines, colors, and cover by Paul Tucker. Um, this is, there's a, a minor... I, I I did I took a minor uh what's the word I'm looking for freedom I guess I this the the fourth issue of this of this series came out this past week mm-hmm. and I looked at it and went that looks really interesting but we so can't you, just, we you can't read number back in time we can't read number four one. just out of the blue we'd be fucking really confused so I was like we'll read one and see how we feel about it and maybe we can read it in like a, for a book club at some point you know later on I would say good call uh because i like this issue i expected to hate it um sort of based on what the vibes i was getting at the beginning i didn't like the way that it was drawn but there's this is wild um weird frankenstein's monster shit going on here and he's being friends with the 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 washing machine repairman mhm um who is doing grinder hookups? I don't know why that's in there, but I don't know. I, the, I, they're, it's. I'm, I'm presuming that they, this, this, this me- mechanic, the repa- refrigerator repair man, is going to have a relationship with the the bucket of guts that he is oh with the re- with the refrigerator. That is my guess. I mean, the the monster fucking. Um, the monster, monster fucking is basically a genre now. <laughs> I have, I have referenced it multiple times at this time. Um, it is just, but I, I, I hope that doesn't happen. 
Well, I don't um, mean like a sexual relationship, but I mean like a... Well, maybe, yeah, maybe romantic. one that just is like a shipping relationship yes, that people I, are like, oh my goodness. I, I'm, But I mean, I assume that there will be like... I, I think that is... It is a connection. You know, it's, it's a kind of... I, I think that is there to like emphasize like closeness and the fact that this guy is just having random hookups. He doesn't really have it. You know, he even mentions it when he's talking to his coworker at the bar is like that need guy needs some touch. And I feel like it's supposed to, you know, bring that, that theme up to the surface of human touch, human connection. Um, and he's clearly looking for it. And he, you know, I think he is, He's a softy. That's why he's everyone else is like, who cares about this weirdo monster that we kept imprisoned here uh, in this big old suit? And he is clearly the one who's like, no, we're going to I need to do something about this. Um, but I yeah, I, I really like this a lot. I am a sucker for big old weird monsters uh, trapped in big suits uh, who are <laughs> who maybe want to die because their lives are so miserable. But mm-hmm. I, I, this is right up my alley. I think this is really good. I'm going to probably catch up on this book. Uh, it looks like it's going to be very sweet and like a very like difficult, like hard to watch sort of way. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm expecting already, I'm already projecting the, the personality of the iron giant on this guy. Me stay. You go. Superman. Mm-hmm. Um, fucking tears, man. It's every time I, <laughs> Am a buy on Hollow Heart number one. Yeah, totally. Me too. So that is a double buy Hollow Heart number one. Our last book of the week is Freak Snow number one. Uh, story co-writing by Kevin Roditel, Roditelli and co-writing art and lettering by Rob Cannon. Um, this is a wild card for the week, Eric. It certainly is wild. Because I had no idea what it was. I looked at a couple pages. I was like, that art looks weird. Let's read it and see what it's like. What do you think? I wish you hadn't picked it. <laughs> Sorry. This this makes me feel like I don't know how to read. <laughs> I I I I don't like dislike it. Mm-hmm. But like tonally, it is a crazy mess. Yeah, it, it is a mess. It, it looks like what if? It looks like Bill Plimpton. <laughs> the animator yep. doing the thing. Yeah, it does. That's a good, that's very good. I like that. I, I mean, and I would love to see that. <laughs> That'd be this weird. Is fucking, this is, this is the worst interpretation of that idea that I, it, it, it like the panels are a mess and I can't fucking tell what's what, happening. Yeah. The, what I cannot tell what this artist is trying to communicate to me yeah. at all. It's so muddy and and loose and nothing it 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 like they're communicating no information it looks like they turned this in having only started it the night before i it's there is like i i get the general gist of it because largely the first 15 pages i don't think actually happen I'm pretty sure they just happened in this dude's head. I I I legitimately cannot tell. I mean, they talk about that. Like they, he tells, like this this guy is alone and lives with and talks to his a doll and and they he talks about he starts telling the story to these inanimate objects 
And they're like, that doesn't make any sense, dude. Like, you couldn't have been... Sh- like, he talks about, yeah, I got shot. I'm like, you didn't get... You, they didn't kill you. You're alive. You're talking to us right now. And so I'm piecing together that the first the first half of this book or whatever, with all the, the gunfights and all that stuff and people fighting in the snow, is all just in this guy's head. And that is what he f- sees his life as, even though it's probably very solitary and him talking to these inanimate objects and going to visit the big hole. Um, but this, this book definitely feels like fucking around. Mm-hmm. This book feels like, let's fuck around. Let's have, just let's just do a weird story and not really think about it too much. And just like, you know, what we'll, we'll have a, we we'll have a, a, like I'm guessing post-apocalyptic setting in the, you know, where it's in, it's cold and no one's around and we're just going to have a crazy guy be the, be the the point POV character, and we'll, we can just draw whatever we want. We can tell whatever stories we want from issue to issue, and it's just going to be madness. I think that's what this is. Yeah, why why would I want to read that? That feels I'm, like a pretty that feels like a pretty good synopsis. But why would I want to read that? I'm. I think there are some people who do like that, but it is not me. I think they are not you and my you and you and I. No, they are not. I, I but I didn't know that reading. I just saw this art and I was like, that looks interesting. I can't. I couldn't find a fifth book that wasn't just you know Batman one thousand and forty three. I'm just gonna say. Just get me an Uncle Scrooge book next time. Do me a solid. They don't release Uncle Scrooge every week, Eric. You, you, you know, there's a there's a suitable stand-in, I'm sure. Okay, there we'll has just, to be. We'll read there, children's there has ad- to be a Donald Duck. When in doubt, I'll re- I'll get us in a children's adventure comic from now on. That actually, that's a that's a good play. Okay, that's a good play. All ages books, really good, really supported. But. Then I can't get you to make up an analogy on the spot of Bill Plimpton drawing the thing. Oh, that was very easy. I, I had that locked and loaded. I understand that, but I'm not going to get that from uh, from a, on all ages adventure book. I'm glad my torment is such good content. It's, you know, a little taste of it here and there is you'll enjoyable. Have to, you'll have to pay a guy to beat me, and then I'll be an a, 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 an incredibly excellent show host. It's not in the budget. We can't afford that. That's, I understand. We have to we have to meet some Patreon goals to get to, <laughs> to beating to, Eric. To get the guy with the the fucking. It's monthly. Uh, it's a monthly beating to start. The first you get yeah. us to three hundred dollars a month. That's you get a beat well, a monthly beating. Once we're up to five hundred, you get a biweekly. Once we hit a thousand, every week. <laughs> I imagine. I imagine that. Uh, see now 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 you got me wondering. You're gonna if you're gonna send me a thousand dollars a week, would I would I sit through would I sit through getting whipped once a week? Maybe for a thousand bucks. Yeah, it's pretty good. I, uh, I that's could, a that's, I could probably deal. That's a double. Do not buy on free snow number one. That will do it for floppies this week. Uh, we can move on to our next segment. It's time for checking in. Checking in is the part of the show where can I talk about what we've been up to during the past couple of weeks. Movies, video games, music, TV shows, uh, building, things we've built, projects, whatever we want to talk about. Eric, what do you want to talk about? Um, I just got back from my first comic convention of the year, Central Florida Comic Con. Um, really good, really good experience. And it's 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 funny um, 
it's funny because I've spent, you know, just, I mean, devouring all kinds of content, like listening to a lot of old episodes of the Steve Austin podcast or whatever, and listening to them talk about stories about being wrestlers and being on the road and all this shit. And there is something, something like romantic that I find in, in that same, like going to con life and hauling all that shitty equipment around and working a show for a weekend and being dead ass tired and traveling from here to there. And then going out drinking with your friends, it's, it was like fucking magic to do it again. And it's made me really, really miss it. Um, Central Florida Comic-Con is run by uh, Nerd Street, um, which is my friend Ben Penrod's company. Uh, He also does wrestling shows, really fun wrestling shows, but the indie wrestling scene is like basically choked out completely here in Florida, unfortunately. Um, Nerd Street does good stuff. He he does good comic cons, and this might have been the first one he is able to do um, since all of his events got canceled last year. I'm glad he's not starved to death. Ben is a great guy. This show was a tremendous amount of fun. I got to hang with a bunch of friends that I rarely get to see and made a bunch of new connections and got a lot of positive feedback um, and actually did pretty okay sales at a show that is normally terrible. Um, but I think it's, I think it's also growing, you know, it was, it was bigger than it was in 2019 or no, I'm thinking it was 2020. Cause it was, yeah, it was the last show I did before everything went haywire. Um, yeah. Wonderful. I saw really, some, really good. Saw some of them commissions you did. They look good. I, yeah, I got, I, I, I'm glad that I've incorporated that into my, um, my repertoire for, uh, the shows as I, I was able to do quite a few and it ended up being, um, you know, a non insignificant, uh, amount added to sales, which is pretty cool. Um, you know, another thing I will check in with Robbie, Mm -hmm. um, you should get a vaccination. Oh, I did COVID-19. I did do that. I know. I know you did month, months ago, literally the Royal you. Okay. I got it. Understood. The, 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 as in the people that are listening to this. Yes. Uh, hey, vaccines are safe. Uh, I, I learned today that they have been around since a year before George Washington died. And not any of those other George Washingtons. The one that you think of. The, <laughs> the real one. The first president of the United States. Yes. The fucking first president of the United States. That is how long they've been around. Mm-hmm. They're well understood. They are safe. They are fine. You're, I mean, if it sweetens the deal, my dick got a lot bigger when I got my oh, COVID-19 massive. shot. It's huge now. Massive. Yes. Mine too. Yeah. It's enormous. I can't even, I had to buy new pants. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it really is sad. Cost me, I mean, it did cost me five. Blew the crotch out of all my pants. Five, my it cost me $5,000 to buy new pants, but you know, oh. you take it. <laughs> I mean, you do. It is a real pain. To have to customize the the new the new pants with the dick holster in them. I concur that I agree with that. I will also check in with get vac- get vaccinated if you haven't already. Go do that. It's nice. I like. I went out for the first time in a long time out in the world without a mask on, and it was great. 
I still wear mine and I feel so fucking dumb doing it. But like I kind of do it like if I'm going out to a public place or a restaurant, I it's it's almost like performative, you know, like it's embarrassing to admit, like I feel like such a clown doing it. But like, no, I, I hate making restaurant workers or whoever's working a till. I don't want them to fucking feel like they're going to get fucking sick. I don't know. Most of them probably don't give a fuck. It's probably just me being a ninny, but I still do it anyway. I mean, I if it's a small place and people are wearing masks, I will wear a mask <laughs> when I go inside. If I'm at a big bar and literally 99% of people are not wearing oh, yeah. a mask, I'm just yeah, it, Absolutely. I mean, people at bars, bars have always... Bars have been open here in Florida this whole time, and they've been the most dangerous place. So the fucking people that are going to bars mostly don't give a fuck about nothing. Yeah, so I'm vaccinated. I, I'm... I don't have a problem not doing it at a bar, and I don't have a problem not doing it in general. But I don't want some person whose livelihood is based on kissing my ass, i.e. a waitress or someone... <laughs> Um, I don't want them to feel any less safe than they have to. So I don't know. I still will wear one. I think it's going to be a a feeling out process as we mm-hmm. transition. It, yeah, back. and it's a it's a shit show. I mm-hmm. I just have to care so much less about it. Um, it, it the I we had uh, the the ham the hamburgers came and visited Austin. I'm gonna check in that I went. I had friends. We had friends in town, and we went to like did Austin things, which were fun. Did um, you go to Tor? Hmm. Did you go to Torchies? We did go to Torchies. Yes. I I I dig Torchies. Torchies is, is good. The least authentic tacos. Yeah, it's not. I think Taco Bell, where you <laughs> can get a chicken cutlet with taco stuff inside it, is more authentic. Closer than to uh, yeah, yes, yeah. but Torchies is also delicious. So I don't really Torchies care. Torchies is fucking. I mean, bro, the the fucking naked chalupa is fucking delicious too. Fair enough, um, but we did that. But mostly, other than that, I've just been working. I've been revising a book that will be coming out next month. I'm glad. I'm glad you're getting some shit done. I've had a very unproductive couple of uh, like about a month and a half ever since I painted that piece for the Mize show and and then did the uh, pl- I made that video game with Will and uh, Yusuf. Well, you you go through you go through um, waves where you are very very productive, and then you go so hard, and then you it's it's hard for me to to moderate myself that way. I mean, a a lot of it just sort of happened. Like I couldn't move around any of these things. The third thing was a major project at work for one of my uh, big corporate national like prestige clients one of the ones that I don't talk about on social media. Um, and I, I mean, I did that for like two weeks, mm-hmm. you know, working late, stressing myself out and all three of those things back to back to back burned me the fuck out. It was basically four weeks of working seven days a week. Mm-hmm. I mean, that will, it will drain you. Drain yeah, your batteries. It, it destroyed me. I, I, I don't know, man, just sitting around being completely, completely unproductive and goofing off and i have really 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 needed it but i mean i had an incredibly productive first quarter anyway just leading up to that shit i i, mm, I don't know well, what's your batteries i want your batteries recharge you'll get back on it that you can't help but do it that book is be called death rattle will be coming out 
I believe I have it coming out July July 26th, which is a Monday. It is about a killer baby. That is, you're the second person to make that joke behind Melissa Hamburger. Also I mean, made there's, the, a reason. The, there's a there's a really there's a reason Miss Hamburger and I are friends. I know, uh, but it is about uh, an old grizzled cuss uh, fighting off vampires from his small Texas town. Was this the is this the old gay grizzled cuss? Yep, is he also is. he is a, he's he is, also checking he is, out on his his grinder profile. He doesn't have a phone, but yeah, if he did. He would. He he's got grinder on his beeper. <laughs> he doesn't even have that. He does. He has no technology. He has a landline. He's got a he's got grinder on his can of string. He has to go to the library to use the computer. Okay. He literally does that in the book. So <laughs> he literally goes to Checks the library. On the library. <laughs> well, he, he watches YouTube out. videos on there, but yeah. <laughs> How to kill a vampire. Yeah. Eighteen views. Literally, that's what happens. <laughs> I'm writing your fucking book for you. You I, should have consulted me. I did it a year ago. <laughs> it's too late. Um, it's it's done. There's maybe minor 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 revisions. I, un- I understand how books work. I mean, I mean, it's quote unquote done. Um, but I am a I have a cover back. I'm it's it's ninety eight percent there. I just need to get the rest of the, do the last little touches and then start marketing it, which is all my always my favorite thing. Um, but it's great. I love the main character. He's probably my the favorite character. My most favorite character I've ever written. Love that cuss. That mean bastard. It is. It's like it's like Brokeback Mountain meets Southern Bastards meets Lost Boys. I think there's probably other th- stand Walking Tall that's in there. Have you ever seen Walking Tall, Eric? No, but I've read Southern Bastards. Yeah, it's the same. Yeah, it's very. It's they're very similar to each other. Um. I have played video games, but it's mostly Fallout 3 came to Xbox Game Pass, so I've been playing Fallout 3 again for the 10th time. Just play it again and again and again for no reason. Do the same thing every time. E3's been looking cool. I like all the game trailers. I've not looked at any. You'll, the good ones will come to you. You don't have to. There's so many. Most of the games aren't coming out until next year, so whatever. Um, anything else you want to talk about before we move on? Talk about some aliens? Nope. There's a new BTE out, and it's burning the hole in my pocket right now. Oh, no. Who will be the new BTE champ? I I just hope it's not that rat bastard Cutler. He will. He's going to cheat and win again. He's going to do it. He turned heel. Fucking heel turn. He turned heel along with the rest of the elite. Uh, We will move on to our final segment. It is time for Nerdboy Book Club. Nerdboy Book Club is the part of the show where Eric and I assign a longer collected work and discuss it in depth like you would a book in a book club, except it's a comic book. We are discussing Aliens Dead Orbit by James Stoko. A.K.A. Jimmy Stokes. Is that who is that? Is that your name for him? Could be. Okay. All I, right. I have to have said that before. Nope. It is impossible that I've just never, came up with Jimmy Stokes. You've never said Jimmy Stokes before on the podcast. Pretty, I've, pretty possible. I, about that. I'm going to re-listen to all to of them every episode oh god even the ones where we clearly do not talk about james stoko james stoko and i'm gonna be like there it is jimmy stokes okay I'm gonna give it to you all right um i think we're both on board as being fans of alien and aliens mm-hmm. also said jimmy stokes and of james stoko so mm-hmm. uh, i so this is kind of another like hey we like this 
at least on my part, I don't know if you, maybe Eric inexplicably hates this, but it look it's James Stoko drawing a, a alien story. It would be, it would be fucked up if I didn't like it. I think it has its problems. What are, okay. Well, let's we'll start with that. What are, what are, what are its problems? Okay. Um, I don't know. This storytelling is a little funny and it does seem like it jumps back and forth slightly in time. I don't know why it seems to tell these stories in and out of order or these scenes in and out of order. Yeah. Um, because there's like, it, it doesn't, it doesn't make a lot of sense to tell it that way. And it does get a little confusing because like, I, I don't know. I see our, our main character with, uh, what is his friggin' name? Wazzy. Yeah. Well, I knew it was a silly name like that. Wazzy. Was was Zulinski? Mm-hmm. I can't. I can't publish. I'm sorry. You're. It's fine. Um. He, he just. He. He just looks so generic. And for a moment, I think like, is that another person? Is that another character? Am I getting confused? And I. I. I don't know. I just had to brush through it a couple of times to pick up what's going on because it does seem like it starts and stops. It flashes in and out. Um. And some things just kind of don't make a whole heck of a lot of sense uh, because of that. Um, yeah, like it, it starts with him trapped by the aliens and then it goes to show someone else being caught by an alien and he's there running away. Mm-hmm. And then he and then he gets caught. Where Does are you? Caught there? I'm just it, this is this is an issue three. OK, yeah, there it's there are. Well, it starts off present in the present, which is after everything's gone to shit. Yeah, and he's alone, and then it jumps to, the, and then it jumps back, and well, he's not alone because it shows him looking at whoever the other guy is—is is the captain who, get, who you see get taken. No, not in issue three. I mean, in the very beginning of the story. Yes. Yes. I mean, he's not, he's alone at the beginning of the story because it takes place in the present, but then the story takes, then moves forward in the present, but also moves forward in multiple other pasts where it's, you know, like when they are just encountering this ship because they're in a space station and the ship approaches and they go on the ship and of course there's terrible there's aliens on it and inside so you're telling me this part in the beginning the very very you're beginning you're telling me that, that that is so that is those those are the cigarettes he gets at the end yes that is that this is that is part of a framing device yes that is strange to me it is because i absolutely read in issue 4 he's just dead in in my eyes, he's just dying he at is. the end of issue four. He is and dying at the end of issue four, but the, yeah. that that in the end of issue four takes place after the very beginning of issue one. But the problem is issue one starts with him going out into space to go get the see there the, here. This I mean, this discussion is the problem. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that I mean exactly. This is. This is even more tied in knots and convoluted than I thought. I feel like the only way you would know that based on what's in the page, and it's a, I am stunned that you were able to piece that together. You're like fucking Batman, you goddamn detective. I have the, like the, the timer. Yes. 
the timer is in the beginning is after the timer at the end. And I only noticed that flipping from book one to four. Mm-hmm. I absolutely read here. Here he is. And then he goes and puts his suit on. And then, uh, it, well, it does say before. Yeah, it says before. I don't know, man. Fucking whatever. There's multiple befores, though, because it doesn't stick with that one before. Because they they go to this spa- they go to this abandoned like the story itself is very you know it's a very alien type story where it's, it's I, I I think de- that it gets that exactly exactly right yes. exactly on, on yes the the tone is perfect mm-hmm. um, it, it 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 knows and it gets straight to the point and it is showing you aliens and it's showing you horror in space and it's showing you working class people doing fucking menial horseshit work in space it's showing you exactly everything that alien is yeah and but the fact that you're like okay it starts starts with because the very first shot is the space station partially destroyed like there's shit floating around from when they blew up part of it and he's floating out so he has to go back and like again there's no when you really think about it there's no real reason for these this framing mechanism or for the multiple flash like cuz but then it jumps mm-hmm. back and forth where it goes back to the past where they're encountering this ship with alien with well three there's no aliens as far as they know there are three people in cryostasis that they accidentally deform and burn uh, and then try and save them anyway and they two of them have aliens inside but then we don't really see the aliens grow we don't really there's no clear illustration of how much time has passed because the aliens are suddenly just big they were the little they tiny do big. say how do they get so big so fast yes but they do say that they do say it i would like meet them to say or for jimmy stokes as you are mm-hmm. very insistent upon him to go oh it's been a week since they burst out or whatever like even if it's you're, just a week you're saying it now now it's a thing okay um, I would, I would like that. I would like some, some clear demarcation of the passage of time. Cause otherwise it's just like, oh, now they're big. And if someone says, oh man, they're big. I'm like, I can see they're big. Like, I get it. But I wouldn't like, I know that aliens are not magic. They're just really scary creatures. <laughs> I think, you know, I think James Stoko draws a really creepy alien he really does the art is incredible they are are really creepy looking in this like you you get you really like you get like kind of what is weird about them to be a monster that looks like that and to have that kind of human shape like it really it dips into uncanny valley and it's horrifying it i mean stoko is a great artist Mm -hmm. and the art here is great as always, and it, he does a really good job of capturing the griminess of the alien universe, of this you know industrial scare. Like it's not the alien don't need, the aliens don't even need to be there. Like this this world they live in is kind of scary mm. because of like to be fair, the aliens don't do anything, and these guys m- maim all these three people in these cryo tubes. Like, oh, I forgot to push a button. So now the, all their skin's burned off. 
I think there was a malfunction. Okay. It was, it was not, I do not think that it was their fault. I think that there was, um, there was a damage that created it. And when they tried to let them loose, that it just, it did fuck them up. Coolant tank ruptured. So Mm. now they are skinless, which does not seem like a great life to live. Um, but just the, the like, oh yeah, this world is not hospitable to human life. The, you know, and I think it's all about reinforcing the, you know, the 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 Wayland Utani, you know, the corp corptocracy that is taken over in the future. And they all they these people work for Wayland Wayland Utani and they work terrible jobs out in the middle of space in this terrible space station. Uh and their lives like are sparse and everything is made out of metal and is ugly. There's no, this isn't Star Trek. That's what I was really thinking about it. You know, it's something you th- I think about when I watched those, especially the first movie, uh, the, the first alien, mm-hmm. but it's not Star Trek. Star Trek's all rounded and soft and carpeted. Yeah. This is harsh and metal and gross and full of, there's just a lot of analog switches a- alien is the alien is the future world we are trending towards <laughs> unfortunately more corporate branding we'll have like logo, amazon logos on everything but yeah, yeah. It, it'll be it'll be that plus uh uh like everything will be owned by the taco bell from uh demolition man think you mean pizza hut like that you telling me they survived the wars <laughs> it's the it was pizza hut in the uk that's why oh, there's a, a there's a Berenstein kind of Berenstein it's because Bears they can't thing. Say taco in the there's no taco hut. There were, there were no Taco Bells at no the time. Taco hut. In, in, there's no Taco Hut or Taco Bell in UK at the time, so they use Pizza Hut instead. Even though they didn't change any of the branding anywhere else, in the they just say Pizza Hut instead of Taco. Bell. They just dub it over. They just dub it over. Um, the, but the machinery looks gross. The people look kind of gross. The aliens look even grosser. They are disgusting. The HR Geiger was a weird, big old weirdo, but he did make these crazy aliens design. And it, the Xenomorph is an incredible design. It, it, it still works, you know, 50 years later, functionally. You're still like, oh, I don't like that. It is unsettling just to look at. No, thank you. Everything about them. Everything about them is not human. There's nothing about them that is like, that makes you feel like you they represent something from earth they are human enough that it makes it worse i mean they have limbs i guess yeah well they have a general human shape they're not on all fours or any of that thing they walk upright ish i mean and theoretically it's because they take on Mm. they look like what their host is because they use its dna or whatever but it fucking makes it worse should we are we gonna how far down the alien rabbit hole are we going, Eric? Are we going down to Prometheus level? I kind of want to show you because my mom texted me recently. About alien? She is, she, yes. Oh, yes. wow. Um, because she has been going through um, and cleaning out um, like my, my grandmother's house and some storage units and things and selling some things on uh, eBay, Facebook Marketplace and doing yard sales and things. And she found a uh, plastic container full of her old alien toys. Oh, man. Where my brother had written danger containment center for alien xenomorphs and then wrote 
all the different alien toys that were inside the box. Oh my god. It was very fucking cute. She's did she sell all your alien toys? I don't I I don't know. She I think she's waiting on me to help her, but oh. I keep asking her if she wants me to come up and help her with this shit and she keeps saying no. I'm apparently just gonna have to do it. Um I mean you should keep those alien toys, is what I'm saying. I don't why. Do you want them? Yes. Why? Are they worth millions of dollars? They probably are not they're probably not worth that much. No, I just want those I just want them. They're cool. They are very cool. I will not deny you that. I I I could I could I could uh I could I could part with a couple for sure. But but they are probably mostly getting sold. Okay. Um but the alien design is very strong, of course, and Stoko does a tremendous job drawing it and making it communicating that that weird place they reside in that makes them kind of intrinsically scary. Mm. This otherworldly thing. And he knows how much to show them. There, you don't see them on the page a lot. You only see yeah. them a little, um, which is, again, another part of it where, you know, in the original Alien, they hid them because the costume was bad and it would look like a man in a rubber suit if you hit, you showed it too much. Mm-hmm. But it, there's a, there is a, and there's a, a value in keeping your monster hidden for most yeah. of the time. And Stoker does that. Um, but I mean, it's, it, 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 the story itself is very simple and it does really doesn't need to be more than that. I think the more layers you add to alien stories, the worse yeah. they get. <laughs> I, I think that that is what it is. We get a sense of the characters through their action and their choices and, you know, their words and behavior in, in the situation. You know, like, what can I really say about Ripley? It just, you just see how she acts in the situation. It's not, it's not trying to do a whole bunch of other things. It's really doing all showing and boiling it down to, the correct number of elements. It's really taking the right inspiration. Um, yeah, you're, I mean, you're right about showing the alien because there, that only happens when the shit is hitting the fan. Mm-hmm. Um, the very end. Yeah. When they're all chasing. Yeah. What is that? Is that just hardened alien goop? Whenever they're like stuck to stuff, whenever they stick. Yeah, I'm like wondering about that. Do they, do they just like, are they like, that they have like spider butt? thing going on i i always assumed it was just tubes are on the back i thought thought it was just their slime and that it just hardens over time because he does break it it. that that would be sensible but it looks like them kind of it's got like those ridges and things i don't know they're sculptors uh, huh they're sculptors they're like uh, termites sure yeah they look they look kind of like termites i mean they are um you know they are Oh gosh, I don't know the word for it. You know, like they have a like a, a matriarchal society thing. You know, the queen and whatnot. They have they're structured that way. I don't know. There's a better word for whatever those kind of organisms are, like bees and ants and things. They have really creepy teeth. <laughs> they have they're like they look like fish with the fish that have human teeth. They look like that. They do, which they're, is not sharper in some panels, which is. I think that's Jimmy Stokes really not being consistent enough. Shame on you, Jimmy. <laughs> giving you an A minus on this book. I mean, it's it's a uh, 
I don't know. Stoko's appeal is nothing to do with like staying on model. Oh God, yeah, I don't know. That is a that is a truism. He's uh, I'm all I'm I'm fine with I'm I'm fine with him drawing whatever weird shit he wants. I I really there is just something about the way that he does it that it does it makes me feel extremely nostalgic for older styles. Of um, that makes me very very happy and relaxed to read these. What do you mean by older styles of comics? Mostly I think about, it's just something about um, probably his influences, manga, mangaka that would uh, draw re- really skinny lines with like tech pens and things. Okay. Or maybe like crow quills. Um, he's got these like noodly lines and it really makes me think of um, reading black and white manga in the 90s, um, reading this. It's a very. Um, I, I get a lot of that vibe from um, Brandon Graham as well. Yeah, it's, it's a very subdued color palette in this too. Mm. I think it's really. I think it's. I, I think mean, it's, it's it works nice. really well, but it is. It's like it's all purple and yellow, and that's about it. There's a little bit of red here and there, but limited but, might be the word that you mean. What did I say? Subdued. I mean, it's, I think the colors are. The colors are intense at times when they need to be. Yeah, that's true. Subdued would mean more desaturated. But maybe I'm splitting hairs, but I think that I would I would argue that that, that is probably closer to what you mean. Limited. Using the same colors over and over. It is true. That is what is happening. Yes. Um This dude definitely is suffocating to death, huh? Yeah, it seems like it sucks. After about four hours, he's he's not going to live anymore. Mm-hmm. I would smoke him while you got him. Yeah, exactly. Get those cigarettes in. Yeah, that's a very alien story too. It's very fatalistic, I suppose. I mean, it's uh, it, it it is. I don't know. It, it's coming to focus more with like with a, with the addition of aliens, and I hesitate to bring too much of all the other films. Into... It really is a shame. It's such a such a great universe, and there's been exactly two good movies. Yeah, I guess that's better than nothing. It is better than nothing. The, the, the Alien and Aliens are both fucking excellent. They're both classics. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I still like Aliens, but I still think that Alien is I. Aliens, I will defend that movie to anyone. Aliens is more fun, but Alien mm-hmm. is, I would think, a better piece of craft. Um, yeah, I mean, Aliens is like the 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 big silly characters, and it's a stupid romp like Predator is. Yeah, it's it's definitely oh. it's more quotable, and you know, it's mm-hmm. there's cr- more action movie ish oriented. Yeah, yeah. she fucking gets a big flaming mecha, and it's. A lot more fun, for sure. Yeah. Um, but Aliens is just a fuck... Or Alien is just a fucking... God, it's just so incredible. It's very... I it's was like so just hyped. intense. It's just so intense. Oh, it's great. I was so hyped when... And I'm going to bring it up when Prometheus... When they were teasing it. Because it, I, I was so excited. I'm like, they really... They look like they're going to get this right. And it's so beautiful. And it looks like it's trying to get this world right. And so, God, so much of it is wrong. It's, uh, th- three is... It's why I like stuff like this. Yeah. Three is, the director's cut makes it better. Um, four is really, 
interesting. Uh, it doesn't make any goddamn sense, but it is like is that the, is that the, the it's resurrection? That's resurrection. That's it's the directed by uh, what's the guy's name? He's French. Um, but it Gerard Depardieu. <laughs> Let's not talk about Gerard Depardieu if we have to. He's a, he's going full on. I don't need to know it. Alt right sure, nutcase. Uh, Jean-Pierre Jeanneau, you know, what did he direct? He directed, oh, City of Lost Children and Delicatessen, which are both really, he also directed Amelie right after Alien Resurrection. He directed Amelie. I guess you gotta, you gotta wash the taste out of your mouth somehow. <laughs> yeah, um, but Alien Resurrection is very visually interesting. It has Ron Perlman in it, which is a lot of fun. It's like, it's a fun movie. It has a ragtag group I of. I kind of wanted to watch it because it does look fun. I mean, it, 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 cause it, it, it doesn't, it have, it has Ripley mm-hmm. like basically being brought back as a clone and there's like yeah. weird action sequency shit happening. You see aliens underwater, which is really neat. That's the coolest thing. I, I think thing. that, I think that it's probably more fun than it is good. And I'm willing no. to accept the ending. I'm willing to makes, accept some films, some films like it, that. It, it, I think it gets the themes of alien, right? In that it is, it is still, enforcing the 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 corptocracy the 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 oligarchy it is in in enforcing that like oh all these people are worthless and that because they're not billionaires they don't matter they are they are just pawns they are peons Mm -hmm. and it reinforces that reinforces like the fucked up science that alien all the alien stuff does um i've but i haven't seen a covenant I wonder if Covenant's... I heard Covenant's terrible, so I didn't bother. Um, but it it is really... Like, this story is real simple. It's just like, oh, they encounter a thing. There's aliens on board. They have to deal with them. Um, and and it, it doesn't need to be more complicated. And in fact, the more complicated you make an alien story, generally it gets worse. Like, they, the more elements you add, you go, oh, why is it... It doesn't need to be all of this. You can just make it. Aliens are real fucked up, and they will kill you. And they're real. And they're real dangerous. They're basically just they exist only to exist and to keep existing. There's nothing else to them. Um, and I that's enough, especially with like a little four issue comic book. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I this is I I I look. They just released a bunch of new alien. Uh, not new, but old they put old some old alien comics on comicsology the old marvel alien books from like the 80s i guess and or maybe the 90s i was just like should i do this should i go and just read all the alien comics that have ever existed oh man it needs to get in line after the ninja turtle adventures <laughs> just read all the t- read all the turtle books read all the alien books read all the gi joe books yeah and and then turn into a baby <laughs> You DH <laughs> as you read them. You suddenly have a as lot of I op- shrink into a corn cob. <laughs> you have a lot of opinions about Storm Shadow all of a sudden. Oh God. I do not need to develop fucking opinions about Storm Shadow in the year of our Lord 2021. Me, a 95-year-old man, yeah, I do I not know. need that. A 143-year-old man. I don't need mm-hmm. to know anything about. Storm Shadow exists only in my memory, and that's all he needs to be. Um, I don't know. This is simple. 
it doesn't need all those time jumps. I don't know why Stoko decided to use all these time jumps and this weird framing device. Like, you could just tell the story literally in order. It doesn't need... Seems like we've seen that more now, where people are like just inserting time jumps into their story, jumping back and forth. Is it? It's not like is it a science fiction thing? Because the, uh, we only find them when they're dead. Did that too? Had all those time jumps for no real reason. I don't remember them though. Did I complain about them? You complained about them a lot. You hated them. I don't like time jumps. In I know stories. you. I know you don't. I really don't. I think that ninety percent of the time. They are poorly done, and they just, just, it has to be really clear that it's told non-chronologically, and most of the time it's not. The language of comics does, the visual language of comics does not lend itself very well, because, like, what are you going to do? Are you going to de-age characters? Well, who the fuck are they? How, like, I, 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 you didn't say, you, you said we only find them when they're dead for some, my, I heard uh, something killing the children. You said we, we only, only find, find them, them when, when the dead. yes, yeah the, the 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 books that both have paragraphs as titles. Um, no, that one those are terrible. Those are absolutely terrible. I rem- I do remember complaining but I mean, extensively it, it, about those. It's just, but it just makes me think of like, does is it something in the intrinsic to science fiction where people go, we need to jump around in our storytelling or something i don't know i i don't I think it might be something specific to people that like science fiction that <laughs> they want to tell stories like that um i don't think that it is necessarily very good in any fiction i think i it... i at least my own personal taste i think stories should start reasonably in media's res and or that you can bookend them a little bit, but it has to fucking have a point. It has to make sense. There has to be a reason yes. for it. And I don't exactly. think I don't think it it doesn't really help in this situation. It just kind of confuses you a little bit about where when and where right. you are. And I and I think like unless you're dealing with a very small cast and you're dealing with very specific situations that informs this informs the character's choices directly or they're or how they're feeling you shouldn't do it like you should never you should like if it's like oh i'm I, a character is facing a uh, they're they're con- like you can do it uh, oh there's a quiet moment with a character they reminisce and we get a clear segue to the past that they reminisce about a scene that directly informs their character and why they're doing a specific thing and any other way, like wh- like a lot of the times they're doing it when shit's going crazy, and I don't need more complications when I'm already seeing like forty five things happen on the page at once. I don't need you to go. I don't need to know. Oh, well, which case of shit going crazy is it right now? I just can we just stay to the the one? No, no, Jimmy Stokes not going to do that for us. But with all that complaining. I would still just go, yeah, buy this. Of course you buy it. It's Jimmy. It's James Stoko. It's Jimmy Stokes. Yeah, there's, there's, there's way, 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 way more good than there is bad. The bad is slightly messy storytelling. It's still, you can still follow it. You know, you're just confused about the finer details. But the upside of that is 
you care enough about what's going on to actually give a shit about finer details. Like fucking monstrous could have been told out of sequence like this. And I'd never know because the, she couldn't make me give a shit about anything. I, I see that. I can't tell you what. I have no idea what happened in monstrous still. Like, I don't know. Like, I, was it? Of course not. I, have no I, idea. I don't remember anything about it. The, the, the thing was written like a fever dream. It reads like a fever dream. And that's how I remember it. My brain is like, nope, fucking, I'm out. Wow, this is real you know, pretty. Look, you'll never need to remember this. It's real pretty. It looks like the Meta Barons. Oh, I still know what's happening for a long yep. time. There are 50 issues. What's going on? Yep. Man, this is pretty. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna like download that book and like Stanley style rewrite it, like white out all the word bubbles and make my own story. <laughs> fucking Mad Lib monstrous. It can't be worse. I can definitely improve it. Is there anything else you'd like to say about aliens, Eric? Um, it's a good movie, and this is a good book, and you should give Jimmy Stokes your money so he can make me more comic books. Well, I was going to say, you can't buy this anywhere. <laughs> this doesn't exist. Oh, I didn't say buy this comic. I said give him money. Okay, fair enough. That's fair enough. Like, But yeah, like you want to buy this comic. It's They, they make it. They're gonna, you got to buy it used. Apparently out of print everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we need, I think we need, I need more um, onesie wearing alien universe, tough girls in my life. I mean, be the world, you, be the change you want in the world, Eric. You can make, I'm not transitioning, Robbie. Stop trying to trans me. No, but I mean, you could make a story with a character in it. That's fair. You should be more specific. I thought that was very clear. That's what I wanted you to do, but apparently <laughs> you you're be, not make <laughs> it's the same i am my characters i mean it's not a stretch for you to be an old cuss i'll get there <laughs> just give me time it, it, you, you're watching it happen in slow motion <laughs> yep every day yeah marvel owns the rights to aliens alien now so that's why it's the the dark horse book is out of print uh, to be clear it's not Dark Horse just like arbitrarily deciding not to print it anymore. It just mm-hmm. they just can't because they don't have the rights anymore. Um, Marvel should fucking buy it, I guess. I don't know. So I goddamn read it again. Yeah. Um. That's Aliens. Dead Orbit. James Stoko. Uh. Next time we'll be reading Ranma One Half, and maybe we'll answer the question why it's called Ranma One Half and not Ranma Some Other Fraction. 66 out of 99. I don't know what that means. Just came up with some numbers there. Oh, okay. Uh, but it's, we're it's it's a it's 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 two thirds. True. We'll see if reduces. it reduces. We'll see if the mystery is solved. Uh, we're going to be reading the first six books of Rama One Half, which is up to chapter 58. Do you want me to spoil it for you? I know why it's called that. No, Eric. Shh. It's a tease for people to listen to the next episode. So tune in. Tune in next time. Next time to find out if I spoil it for Robbie. He will. He likes to he likes to cause me pain and misery. It's it is really fun to hit you. Uh that's next time. Uh before we go, uh we are the Handsome Boys Comics Hour. You can find us at handsomeboyscomicshour.com and find links to everything there, our Facebook, our Twitter, our RSS feed. Uh, if you like the show, please leave us a nice review on whatever podcast service you use, with whether it be Apple Podcasts or uh, I'm trying to think of other 
other them, all the other ones. And I'll, don't I would say don't use Apple Podcasts because it's real bad. But most people do anyway. Uh, but leave a good review for us. Subscribe. Tell your friends. We like new listeners. We really appreciate everyone who helps find us new listeners and everyone who listens. You can find me online on Twitter at Robbie Dorman. That's my name. My name is also my website, which is RobbieDorman.com, which includes links to all my other podcasts and links to purchase my horror novels. My newest novel, Regrowth, is still out. You can go buy it on Amazon uh, and read it for free with Kindle Unlimited. It's about uh, the, uh, mad science underneath the earth with the world on the brink of collapse and Akira monsters and laser rifles. It's a Bond villains. It's a lot of fun. You should go buy it and you should read it. Uh, Eric, where can they find you and your things online? Oh, what a what an incredibly good question that I get asked all the time. Um, hi, you can see my portfolio at freewillunlimited.com and uh, links and information about me. Um, and the other things I do online at ericzgoodnight.com, uh, including my Twitch channel, my Instagram, and my Twitter, all where I'm known on all services as Easy Goodnight. With that, folks, we will call it a day. Have a good one. Rock and roll.